Hey friends, I'm Becky Davidson. Welcome to the Rising Above Ministries podcast, where we share stories of hope, inspiration, and encouragement from special needs families from around the world. We have another great episode for you this week as we are continuing our series on how we can have peace in the chaos. And I got to have a conversation with my friend, Casey Overstreet. Now, Casey is a mom to four, and she has a son with Down syndrome, and she has a heart for loving and serving special needs parents, special needs moms especially. And if you've been part of the, uh, By the Brook for the last several years, then you know Casey. She's been a part of that with us. And so you will know who she is, but you're, you're going to love getting to hear more of her story through this podcast. Now, if you have not been to our website or to our app recently, be sure to do that. There is so much information, so many free resources, so many videos to encourage you. You don't want to miss out. Take some time. Go spend some time on the app. I know you're going to be blessed. Also, if you would be so kind, please leave us a rating and review for our podcast. That helps more parents find us, and we want more than anything, to bring some hope and encouragement to special needs families to remind them they are not alone on this journey. And we love being able to do that through this podcast. So we would be so grateful if you would help us out by doing that. Now, here's my conversation that I had with my friend, Casey Overstreet. Hey, Casey, thank you so much for joining me today for the podcast. I am excited to have you on the show. And for those, some moms are already going to know who you are because you have been part of our By the Brook team for the past two years, I think at least, um, and been on the panel, the mom panels oh, with yes. us. And breakout sessions before that, leading That's, breakout sessions before that. That is right. So a lot of our moms are going to know you know a little bit about you from that, but I'm excited to have this conversation with you because we here at Rising Above are in the midst of our Peace in the Chaos series. And so I'm excited to be able to get your take on how you have peace in the chaos, because I know you've got what, four kids, four kids, four kids, and you're married to TJ and TJ happens to be one of our board members here at Rising Above. And you work a job, you volunteer. I mean, you're super busy. So tell us a little bit about your family and what your life looks like. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm totally honored that you would ask me to be a part of this because you know how much I respect and admire you. So thank you so much for, um, for just giving me some time to chat with me today. (laughs) Um, yeah, we, we live that typical busy life. Um, we have four kids ranging from 14 is our oldest wow. down to um, seven is our littlest. Um, I say that we're entering like those sweet spot years, you know, everybody is uh, potty trained and mobile and, you know, I don't, I don't have two and three in diapers anymore. Like we did right. during our blurry years. Right. Um, so, so yeah, so the, there's, there's them, three boys and a little girl. Uh, TJ and I have been married for 22 years. So um, pretty big fan of his. And then um, I work full time at uh, my kids' school. They go to a private classical Christian school. And I absolutely love my job as the development director there. 
Um, I do personal training and uh, fitness and nutrition accountability coaching on the side as well. And then we just as a family really try to be as active as we can in our community. Um, TJ is the executive pastor at our church. So obviously we try to serve as much as we can in our, um, in our church community as well. And you also are a special needs mom. You left that part I'm out. I'm also a special needs mom. You're a special needs That's mom. That's right. So tell us a little bit about yeah. Ollie and your special needs journey. Yeah. So um, Ollie is number two of four. He is 11 years old. He has Down syndrome and uh, he became a part of our family the week that he turned one when uh, TJ and I went to Ukraine to adopt him and um, to make him our son. And so he's just all kinds of awesome. Every day is a good day in Ollie Overstreet's world. Um, and, you know, we're just, we're just here for it. My son said the other day, I said, what would we do without Ollie? And Ike said, I don't know, but I know we'd smile a lot less. Mm, so we love Ollie. And that's Ollie, our Ollie. Ollie and J.A. Are, are big pals. Ollie and my son, John Alex, are pals. And then you also have another special needs connection in that T.J. has a brother with Down syndrome. So you all have been yes. part of the special needs world. I mean, T.J. his whole life and then you, your whole part. Yeah. Of, you know, and T.J. been dated long before you know we're together for many years and so like I think what in high yeah. school yeah and so in high school we dated every every date it was um you know me TJ and Ivan basically um <laughs> every TJ date. Had, had this yeah little little red S10 uh pickup truck which you know is a tiny little truck and yeah. TJ would be in the driver's seat and Ivan would be in the middle and oh, I would be on the opposite end in the passenger in the seat. Ivan had to be in the middle. You had your chaperone with you on all your dates. That's how we rolled back in the late 90s. Yeah. That is hysterical. I love that. And we love Ivan too. He is a he is such sure. a sweet guy. And it was so funny because Chris Pierce from our team, he works at, Ivan works at Food Lion. And, uh, yeah. and so Chris was at Food Lion and he was there working and he saw her and he's, he knows, you know, that, that she's part of our, like when we have Heroes Ball dance or Night to Shine, we're part of, yeah. but that's kind of her role and what she, you know, what she did at Rising Above. And so he wanted to have a dance party in the middle of the grocery store. So she, Chris and Ivan are dancing in the middle of Food Lion the other day. So, I mean, I just, I love Sounds that. Sounds about right. Love it. Love he it. Love it. that job because he's such a people person and everybody is like, Ivan, hey. And he just, he loves that. That's so sweet. So sweet. So, well, like I said, we're in the middle of this Peace in the Chaos series here at Rising Above. And one of the things I've been asking our different guests who've been on the podcast for this series is, you know, what are some of the things in your world that threaten to steal your peace? You know, I, fa I found it really interesting when I've interviewed people because everyone is wired so differently and to hear the different things that are peace stealers for different people based on kind of their personalities has been very interesting. So I would love to hear when you look at your life and things that cause you stress or things that threaten to steal your peace, what are some of those things that you would say? Yeah, mine is always a um, direct reflection of where my thought life is mm -hmm. headed. 
Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we have a high capacity for, uh, go in our family, you know, like being on the go is, um, is just a part of, of who we are. Um, but what I find is that when I'm getting so busy that I'm not being really intentional about, um, you know, staying in the word about, um, praying about taking my thoughts captive. When I let my mind just start to wander is when my peace, um, really is, is stolen. I had this moment in church, uh, recently where I just came to this realization that I'm focused so much. I allow myself to be so focused on these things that um, I'm unsure of, or I'm maybe a little nervous or anxious about. You know, I, I'm focusing so much on that that I'm missing out on the good yeah. that's around me. And yeah. so, um, definitely allowing those thoughts to take control steals my peace. And I have to, you know, I have to interrupt myself and say, yes. wait. Let's look at what's good, what's mm -hmm. good around me. And, you know, even if the worst of the worst does happen, you know, I still have Jesus yeah. and he is going to guide me and direct me and carry me through whatever it is. And so just remembering, taking my mind off of the, the, the chaotic thoughts and yes. putting my mind on those peaceful thoughts. Yeah. And that actually goes right along with something I've shared in the video series that's going along with this. The other day, I felt like mm -hmm. I woke up one morning and God was like, Becky, you can either look at the chaos all around you. You can have your focus on the chaos in your home with John Alex being sick, the chaos in the world, or you can focus on me. You can't look at both. You can't. Yeah. You can't have, if you have your eyes over here, then your peace is going to be gone. And um, so right. that goes right along with what we're talking about in the series. So what, what do you do? So let's say that you have this thought that comes in your mind and you, you, you start realizing, okay, wait a minute, my piece is starting to go. Do you have a process you go through when that happens? Like to, to refocus yourself back on what is true? Yeah. Well, first of all, I try to be super intentional about the input in, in my life. And so, um, you know, the, the music that I'm listening to, the podcasts that I'm listening to, the TV shows that I'm watching, um, you know, every, my environment, I try to keep as um, pleasing as, as possible, not not just to me, but to the Lord, um, not to say that everything is perfect. That is not the case, but I just try to be intentional mm -hmm. about, about what's coming into my ears, what's coming into my eyes, because I know that I'm so susceptible to that, to that deception. Mm -hmm. If, if I get too concerned about, you know, comparison, or if I'm listening to negative things or, you know, any, any of that. And so I try to be really intentional about that. And then really, I feel like it's a, it's a practice. It's a discipline about taking those thoughts captive. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not perfect at it, but I can tell you, I really started practicing this just this year, just in, in 2021. And I'm, I'm better than I used to be. You know, I used to be able to let something just just entrap me, you know, mm -hmm. for a day or two. And now I can be thinking about it for a few minutes and go, wait, wait a minute. Why am I giving so much time and, and focus to this? But that comes through practice. And Absolutely. so 
Um, in years past, I've put scripture up like on my bathroom mirror, in my car, in the kitchen, you know, things that will interrupt that thought when I, when I see it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the more we practice it, the, the better we become at it like exercise. Yeah. It's like anything you, you have to put it into practice. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. And, and I think it's interesting because you and I are wired a lot of, a lot alike. Where personalities are similar yes. in that, and and we've talked about that before. That that um, and so those same things apply to how I how I navigate through that too. It's just, you know I'm so intentional about what I allow in because I know it's going mm-hmm. to go to my head, you know, be in my head or mm-hmm. go to my heart, and then it's going to come out of my mouth, and it's going to it's going to affect That's everybody right. around me. Shoot, and my mouth gets me into too much trouble as it is. And so I don't need to be like loading ammunition into it. You know, I mean, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes. And so I want that overflow out of my heart to be good things because Mm -hmm. I'm already too susceptible to do the the um, negative or the hurtful or the harsh things. Yes. And and you know, the enemy is so sneaky and tricky and We'll put those mm-hmm. little traps there. And so, you know, that's one of the things I've been praying is like, God, show me, show me where those traps are. Show me things that I'm susceptible to, yes. show me to block out. And it, it is, it's discipline. It truly, like you said, it's discipline and you have to put the work into it, but the payoff, oh my goodness, would you want to go back to where you were, where those thoughts are so intrusive, no. you know? Yeah. No, I was just thinking about that this morning because I feel like another really important thing that you have to do is you have to bring light to your thoughts. And so you have to find someone with spiritual maturity and, you know, sound, uh, sound character Mm -hmm. to, um, to confess these things to obviously to the Lord first, right? Like there's nobody else more important in relationship than our relationship with the Lord. But I feel like there, there needs to be someone that you can just say, Hey, I'm struggling with this and Mm -hmm. I need to speak this so that I can bring some light to Mm -hmm. it because darkness can't exist when we bring light to something. And so I have to, I have to say, Hey, this is what's going on in my mind right now. I mean, um, I did this with, with TJ this morning. Like I, I interrupted my thoughts and realized that, Hey, I need to take this thought captive. You know, this is, this is something that's starting to tangle me up. Yeah. And so I um, just sent him a text and said, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling with my thoughts this morning. I'm pushing back. You know, obviously that's always a key for him. Like, Hey, will you, will you pray for me please? But, but even even with all this that I've been sort of wrestling with and growing through over the last several months, it's been hard, but it's been good. It's been for my good. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I feel so much more free and so much um, lighter since I have been attacking it head on Mm -hmm. than before when I was just wrestling with it on my own. I hear you. And I, and I love that, what you were saying about having that person, you know, to have to um, say it out loud. You know, wh- one of the things that we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about in this series is about we keep our peace by being in community. And we have to mm-hmm. be, have people in our life who will speak truth to us and that we can speak yes. truth to them. And I know you are a big, huge believer 
in community, the importance of community. You know, it's one of the things that we, as you were talking yeah. about going to TJ, you know, I, me being a widow, I don't have anybody in my home who I can, mm-hmm. you know, can kind of straighten me out. So I have a dear friend, Kim Thorpe, who's on our team at Rising Above, but she and I kind of have She's this. the deal. best. I mean, she's amazing. And I can go to her. So we yeah. kind of have this feel. And it's like, I can go to her and I go, Kim, this is what I'm thinking. Is this true or not true? And she'll go, that is true or yes. nope, not true. And, and then we have, we have this relationship where I've told her, if you see me getting, going off the rails, getting, you know, my fault, you're to call me out. Mm-hmm. I have permissioned her yes, because she's really one of the closest people in my life. I'm with her every day at work. We're good friends. And I've given her the permission to speak the truth to me. And we all have to be willing to do that because we can so easily get up in our head and get off track. You've got TJ and I I know other people in your life that you can go to. So how I know community is so important to you, share your thoughts on that and why we have to have, we have to be with other people to help us on this journey, especially with families. I mean, we, you know, we serve a, a triune God and he has created us with an innate need for community. It is just, it is who we are, um, you know, community relationship with him, but then also other people. Um, and, and I'll say, you know, TJ is like that direct reach out for me, but then I also have a group of um, ladies from our life group that I know that I can say, and I, I did this a couple of weeks ago, hey, I need, I, I just need some prayer warriors to like fight, fight for me here today. You know, can you just yeah. pray for this specific thing that's, um, that's going on today? You know, I have, um, people in, in my life that, um, that I know will come alongside me, but then I also really want to encourage, you know, those who are listening to this to be very careful about who they choose as that accountability person. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to choose someone you've got, you've got to really um, prayerfully consider that because you want someone who's going to speak truth in your life, but who's going to do it through a lens of your good. Maybe not what is easiest for you, but what is, what is for your good and not a manipulative kind of, um, kind of relationship. Um, and I'll tell you in community, you're going to have to take some risks. Um, you know, you're going to have those, those people that you think, oh, this is, you know, this is it. This is my people. This, this, Mm -hmm. these are my tribe, you know, and then something's going to happen and they're going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You're going to take that experience. You're going to learn from it. You're going to be stronger Mm -hmm. um, and more mature because of it. Um, And that's just the risk that, that you're going to take. But I mean, the Lord brings all things to good. Yeah. And so he's going to take that experience and, you know, and, yeah. and make you better because of it. And that's, that's not going to, what's going to happen every time, but I just don't want you to be so afraid that you don't enter into community because yeah. you're worried that hurt might come of it. Yeah. It's worth the risk. Community, it is worth the, risk. Yeah. the richness that comes from, from mm-hmm. true, genuine community mm-hmm. is a hundred percent worth the risk. Yeah. And then what's been interesting in my life is to see when those conflicts come, when you're able to sit across from someone and like 
peacefully work through that and process through your relationship. If, if both parties are willing, that Mm -hmm. relationship ends up being stronger and better than ever before. And so it can be even, even in the conflict, if both parties are willing to, to process through and, and, and own up to whatever they need to own up to and process through all that, then it's worth, it's worth the risk. Um, but yeah, hurt's going to come. That's it, it, invariably it happens. We're human. It and, happens. Yeah, it happens. And, and I just want to add to that. I know a lot of our listeners are in situations where you may be a single mom or you may, your child's care is such that you literally are not able to leave your home mm-hmm. because of the care. And we have amazing community groups that are available through Zoom. And I get to be a part of several of these groups. And I will tell you, I know a lot of people think community can't happen through Zoom. And yes, Casey and I would both say face-to-face is always the best. It's yeah. always the best. But we have seen parents build community through our Zoom groups. I'm, I'm My Wednesday group, I've got several of the moms in my group that we text back and forth now. Yeah. I've got a mom that's in Boston that she and I, Marco Polo, back and forth pretty yes. much times a day and just encouraging each other. And so even if it's not face-to-face, there are still ways that you can be in community. So check out our community groups if you're in that spot where you just are not able to be with, with um, other parents face-to-face and there's community there. Other thoughts on community? Yeah, I mean, start wherever you can you know, however you can reach out to someone and um, build that, that positive mutual relationship, you know, I I mean, maybe Zoom isn't physically face to face, but you know, it's kind of like that next best thing or um, Marco Polo. I am, I'm terrible at Marco Polo, but I also really love it because like I have one friend in particular who's moved to another state. Our schedules don't mesh up you know, very well, but I know that I can just send her this message and be like, blah, here's, yeah. here's yeah. all the things, yeah. you know, yeah. here's, here's what's going on. Here's our life update. And then, you know, it might be a week or so later, she's going to send me another one back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was just thinking about her the other day and just, um, how much I treasure that, that mm-hmm. even though I don't see her physically face to face, you know, in, in my environment, like I still get to have that community and that relationship with her. And so, um, you know, just like everything in life, don't wait for things to be perfect to do it, mm-hmm. just do it. And then let, you know, let it work out as you go. Yeah, that's, that's so true. It's, it's so important. And, you know, I've got a group of mom friends that are scared about special needs moms and we all have boys that are about the same age with, with profound special needs. And so we'll yeah. text together when things are going on and it just, it, the world can be so isolating sometimes. Yes. Just, we all need to have that connection with someone. And so however it happens, make it happen. But I will say a safe place to start. If you don't know where to start is through a rising above community group. Yes. That's a, that's it's there already available. There's times multiple times throughout the week, different groups. So That's a great place to start. If you don't know where to start, start right there. Yes. I mean, it's, it's all there. It's set up for you. Just just go for it. Cause you know, there is nothing the enemy would want more than to keep us isolated, to keep us disconnected and to keep us thinking that, um, there is no hope and no help Yeah, like that there. That's, that's how he 
operate. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how he wins. And so we have to push back against that. Yeah. And sometimes you got to just take bold steps and just say, I'm going for it. Doing we'll it. see what happens, yeah. you know? Yeah, so true. And something else I want to touch on, Casey, is something that we have available through the Rising Above app that you've been a part of. We yeah. Every Wednesday, we put out a little two to three minute encouraging video based on a scripture. And you've done two of them for us so far. They've both been great. They've both been from your car because that's yes. what finds some peace in your chaos. Yes. But they were, they've both been so great. But I will say this last one that you did a couple of weeks ago has impacted me greatly. Mm -hmm. And I've known this verse and, but I think it was because it hit in the season that I'm in right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I encourage you all to go check out Casey's Wednesday wake up, but let's, let's unpack that a little bit. It's Hebrews 12, one through two. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin, which clings so closely and let us run with endurance, the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Mm -hmm. And I love what you shared about this verse. Tell me why these verses have been resonating with you here in this season that you're in. And then I'll share why they've been resonating with me. Okay. Well, I have to tell you both every time that I do that, uh, Wednesday, wake up, like it, it's, it, it takes a little something extra in me to, to do it. And, um, and I, I kind of put it off and I put it off until like, there's just this message that's like stirring up in my heart that I'm like, right. okay, God, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. To share. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I have loved this verse for so long. Um, but there's just something over, uh, like I said, this journey that I've been on this year that, it really just, it spoke to me because when I talk about when I get tangled up in my thoughts, that's, you know, that's when the, the peace in my life is, um, is taken away. And so there's just such encouragement in this for lots of reasons. I mean, the book of Hebrews is just rich, mm -hmm. but talking about how we're going to throw off those sins and everything that easily entangles, you know, those, mm -hmm. those thoughts that are a distraction in my life that cause me to act in a way that is not pleasing and surrendered, that is not focused on the good that is around me, that is not focused on the good and perfect plan that Jesus has for my life. Um, you know, so just that reminder to just to throw that off, to run my race. Mm -hmm. um, Jenny Allen in, in one of her studies um, talks about this. I think it's in Restless, but it's about how the Lord has created and designed a race for me. Mm -hmm. He has given me my own gifting, skills, talents, and abilities, because we all, you know, as believers, we all have these spiritual gifts. We all have skills, but we don't all have the same skills. We're all each unique. And so it's just that reminder that he has given me everything that I need to get through the race that he has set before me. You know, we, we see in like, um, the Olympics, like the, the, uh, athlete, that competitor that looks to the side is always the one that falls a little bit short, you know, 
because they're so worried about what the other person mm-hmm. is doing, but they need yeah. to be focused in on what they need to be doing. He's going to give you everything that you need to run your race um, to completion. But then also just that reminder that like the war is won. I mean, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. finished. And so we can trust and we can rest mm-hmm. in that. Like nothing in this world is going to just overcome us when we focus our, our hearts and our minds on the Lord and, and following in the path that he, that he has for us. Yeah. You have a path. I have a path. You have a race. I have a race. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to run your race because I don't have what I need to run your race. Yeah. I have what I need to run my own race. And that has so resonated with me. Like I said, especially the, you know these three weeks that John Alex has been so sick and, and I sit here and I go, you know, I can only see the chaos, you know, mm-hmm. so, so many times when you're so tired, I mean, we've had three weeks of no sleep. We've had three weeks mm-hmm. of him not eating and drinking on his own until today. Glory. Hallelujah. Yay! Uh, you know, all these things that you think is this ever going to end, you know, and then when you're doing it as a solo parent in your house, in the middle of the night, you don't have that help in here at night for you, your mind can really start. You have to really battle. I've had to really battle in this season, but why that resonated for me was so greatly was because it's so easy for me to want to look at someone else and what they're able to do. Oh, well, they get to go to the beach this week while I'm sitting here, you know, doing what I'm having to do and, or they get to, you know, it's, it's that comparison trap that we Mm. get into. hundred percent. Yeah. Comparing our lives to someone else. And so when I can sit here and go, no, this is the race. God has called me to be John, John Alex's mom. He's called me to be a widow. He's called me to be part of what I do at rising above. And so in that, like you said, he's going to equip me. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You're not just called, you're equipped to do these things. Yeah. And so I can't run your race. Right. I wouldn't know how to run your race. You wouldn't know how to run my race because my race is my race. And when I can, when we can accept, okay, this, no, is this how I thought my life was going to look when I looked at my, you know, when you start looking at your future? No. Yeah. Yeah. But but I love my my sister, Susan, who lives in Maine. She and I were talking the other day and she said, you know, so often we resist what is we resist, you know, what's going on and we resist our lives. And it's like, if we can just embrace it, Mm -hmm then that's when the joy comes because when you're resisting you're you know, it's like you're putting your feet down and you're dragging and then yeah. you're not ever going to be able to move forward yeah and we didn't we're not saying that happiness and a life of ease and <laughs> you know we're not saying that that's what comes from it like that joy that deep abiding peace and hope and you know that's that's what we want mm-hmm. we want that that joy in our life. Yeah. Yeah. And And we're never going to find it striving and struggling against, uh, what, what the Lord has, has brought us to. Yeah. What is for, what is for us, what he has, Mm -hmm. what he has given to us. And, and when we can, like I said, stop that comparison trap, it's so easy Mm -hmm. to to look at someone Mm -hmm. else's life and think they have it so much easier. I mean, people may look at Maybe look at your life and think, oh, they've got, you know, this beautiful family. They've got it all together. But you all have your trials just like I have my trials. They're just different. Oh, my goodness. Like, everybody's got stuff going on in their own four walls. Yes. Okay. And if you think that 
somebody else has it all figured out because you saw, you've seen this, uh, you know, highlight reel on social media or because you've seen them for uh, an hour out of a 24-hour day. And so you think that that one hour is representative of the other 23, then gosh, you are just believing that lie of the enemy. Yeah. If you think that every that everybody else has it figured out and you don't, or this, you know, no, nobody, all, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, you know, like none of us have it figured out. We're trying to, we're trying to be better every day. We're trying to grow and, and, um, you know, become more of who he wants us to be every day, but nobody's life is perfect. Nobody's. So what have you done to try to come to a place of acceptance of your race? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I, my immediate thought was I've gotten older. Like, <laughs> yeah. The truth, the truth right there. Age, yeah. age, yeah. life experience, mm-hmm. children will humble you in so yeah. many, in a variety of, mm-hmm. of ways. Um, and it's, it's that discipline that we talked about earlier. It's, it's taking those thoughts captive. It's, seeking first what the Lord wants and not what I think that I want. I mean, how many times have we looked back in our life and gone, I'm so glad that I did not get that thing that I was begging for, you know? And so, um, just, just trying not to focus on what my sense of what this should be is, but, you know, we, we talked about this when, um, TJ was called into ministry. And then when he moved, um, to the church that we're at now, like, um, keeping everything's everything open-handed, you know, I'm offering this to you, Lord. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say your will be done. I'm going to follow through with that. And, you know, that's a process. So many times that friend that I was talking about on Marco Polo, this is one of our recent conversations, you know, we laid at the Lord's feet, but then we just, I'm just going to pick this back. I just, yeah, I can handle it so much better, God, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just going to, I'm just going to handle this. You know, it's like, we have to continually say, Mm -hmm. Lord, help me to do what is pleasing and surrendering and obedient to you today. Like I have to do that every single day so Mm -hmm. that I can stay in my lane and run my own race. Mm -hmm. And keep your, like you said, I love what you said, you know, about the runners, if they Mm -hmm. start looking off of their path, off their Mm -hmm. race, then they're going to stumble and they're going to lose. Every time. And keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. It's like Mm -hmm. run to Jesus, you know. The author and perfecter of our faith. Absolutely. No, no better way to look. Absolutely. This has been an amazing conversation and so encouraging for me. And I just thank you for your willingness um, to share your journey as we try to look at finding peace in the chaos. And um, thank you so much for your wisdom and what you had to share today. It was beautiful. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Like uh, it's, like I said, it's just, it's such an honor. And so thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Casey. Thank you for listening to the Rising Above Ministries podcast. If you like what you hear, please take a minute to leave us a rating and review. This helps others like you find our content more easily. You can learn more about how Rising Above Ministries is encouraging the special needs community by checking out our website at risingaboveministries.org or by finding us on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to connecting with you.